so we are back and it's been a couple of years since we last recorded um, and we're just now putting the content out. Of course, we started in February of 2020 and everybody okay. knows, really, everybody knows what happened in March of 2020. Yeah. COVID hit, lockdowns, our world turns upside down. And so we just kind of had to put things on the back burner for a little while. Um, and now we're back at it. So we're back. He, I've been here with him this whole time. Um, so I don't know if, which one's worse, COVID or him. But we're, I'm getting through it. Okay. So we just want to kind of give you guys uh, an update on where we've been, what has changed for us, because a lot has changed in the last two years. Um, just to kind of get you up to speed, if you haven't heard the first three podcasts, kind of getting to know us, um, go ahead and put that in the bio. We have a Get to Know Us podcast, we have an Age Gap podcast, and we also have an online dating podcast about how we met. So if you haven't heard those previous ones, uh, go back and listen, please, um, just to kind of get a, a gist of who we are. So, um, yeah, we... we into the age of COVID and thought it was just going to be a very temporary thing. Um, and it was not. <laughs> no, I didn't think it was going to go past, uh, it was going to just last a few months when it all started. Well, really, it was initially supposed to be a couple of weeks. It was like spring break. Oh, we'll be back. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks to stop the spread. That's what they said. Right. And, uh, of course, we're living in central Texas, um, just in the outskirts of Austin, which is my hometown. And, uh, you know, with our child, we had uh, our, just our son at the time. Um, now we have two. <laughs> That's how much things have changed. Um, but at the time, we just had our son and he, you know, um, was in school and then ended up doing in-home school. So, you know, for any parent that was out there struggling, we were right there with you. Um, rough. Very rough. Uh, so our schedules were just insane um you know i work nights full time and i work during the day full time so it's uh you know just passing she's coming i'm going vice versa yeah and i'm really just surviving the day um so it was a huge change for us um a huge change for our family and our home life and so we just kind of had to put things in the back burner but um i'm so glad now that it's just time to get back at it because uh, if we just keep waiting for an opportunity to breathe it's never going to happen so we're just so excited for the things that um, we've accomplished so far with getting everything up and going starting the blog starting our socials um, we've gotten some really good feedback and response so far and uh, we just hope that uh, we we'll continue to evolve um, get better at doing this and continue to share and get feedback and um Hopefully, uh, someone can either relate, get something out of this, and uh, if anything, you know, I just want to have something to leave behind for our kids to know uh, what we went through, uh, give them wisdom and knowledge. How you feel? No, I feel the same way. I guess you guys can tell by now that uh, things have changed a lot. Two years have gone by, um, and so we just want to kind of catch up to speed. Um, of course, now we have two little persons instead of just one. Um, we were coming up on our 10th wedding anniversary when we first started Woo! this, and now we are coming up on our 12th. Yeah. Yeah, very soon. Like Time's flying by. Another week, actually. We'll be yeah. 12 years married and Hello. 14 years together. Over a decade. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. 
it's yeah. um, all went by so very fast. Time is going by at lightning speed. And I think especially when you have kids, it just like torpedoes by. Absolutely, most definitely. Um, so for those who aren't aware of our story, um, we met in 2008 online. Um, currently we're both living in Texas, but we met while we were living in Florida. I was a college student, I was 19. I was 32. And a working man. And, uh, yeah, we've been together ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wife found me, and I thank God she found me. I, I just, I, he loves to say that. He really <laughs> does. He loves to say that I Christopher, Christopher Columbus you, just <laughs> discovered him, you know. Um, and, of course, I'm very grateful uh, to have taken that leap of faith and that brave moment um, because, obviously, it's turned out to be one of the best things and the best joys of my life. Um, being a wife, being a mother now, um, being a mother of two kids, like, let's talk about that because we kind of never thought it was going to happen. No, I, I, I thought it was going to, it seemed like that because of the first five years, uh, we didn't have any kids. And then when it finally happened, it was like, wow, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely, uh, an experience. Yeah, and um, of course with, you know, having the age gap, I always said that I was not going to rush my life, right? And I wanted right. to make sure those motherly instincts naturally kicked in. I didn't want to, like, rush that. I didn't want to have any regrets. I didn't want my children to feel um, as if I wasn't ready for them. And so, you know, when we were ready and uh, mutually ready, I think it was just a beautiful thing. We had, um, I think, what seemed like the perfect experience um, with having our first child because Absolutely. yeah we were happy we were excited um, and uh, both of our parents became grandparents for the first time like yeah. you know our siblings became uncles for the first time um, we had our son in 2015 and um, I mean simple average pregnancy simple average delivery and and I'm uh, you know I must admit I probably wanted to have you know uh, a, a child earlier but in the long run it was better to wait because yeah. I think our marriage uh, we would have had a child too early that would have been very uh, strenuous on, on our marriage we were still learning to adjust to each other yeah um, and just get used to each other and there was a lot of things that you know we had to work out and and sort out and having a child early in the marriage would have been even more stressful yeah on, on the relationship and I think when me and you finally waited five years to have a child we were in a better place yeah so, you know, five years of marriage. And, and you we know, got to enjoy each other for five years without having a kid around. That's so that true. Was beautiful. And could seven years trips, total. Could hang out, we could do, go out for beers, do what we wanted for five years. And now we had five years of fun. Now it's, uh, you know, five years. Uh, uh, now we're going to be locked years. down. Well, more than five years. <laughs> we're going to be locked down until the 18. That's it. Yeah. And, and we dated. We really dated because we dated every every week we had a plan every week we oh, went yeah. out and, and enjoyed each other um we did things that he wanted to do i learned to enjoy his hobbies and habits and um 
I did things, um, you know, that I enjoyed with or without you. <laughs> because, you know, if you didn't want to go to the movies on a Monday at 11 o'clock in the morning, that's mm-hmm. fine. I can go do it by myself and enjoy myself. Um, but we had that time together. And really, that's what kind of helped us survive these exactly. years. I lived here for a long time to go watch a Tyler Perry movies or whatever she was going Shut to movies up. to watch. You're such a hater. And... <laughs> Always thinks I'm on BET. Whatever chick flicks you want to watch, like, oh my gosh. go ahead and you have your you time. I'm gonna sit over here with a beer and, and watch Bruce Lee or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I would, you know, every Monday was football and and wings and beer, and I did that too. That's right. Yeah, I was his, I was a sports buddy for many years. <laughs> many she years, was. fantasy was football, everything. And 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 she benefited from the fantasy football because my earnings my winnings when i went and just annihilated everybody in my fantasy football league she partook. he's hoping they listen so they can understand the aggression in his voice <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, been a, he's a reigning champ and when those years that he could play not anymore of course because we got kiddos um but yeah it, it, i guess we should tell them about our daughter and how that came to be um uh-huh. yeah not not the act. Oh, I think they know ah, how she got here. Right. Thank you. You're so gross. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, we we were know. so content with having one child, and it was almost like a an issue at some point, right? Yeah, it was like because uh, everything was, you know, we already had, uh, you know, we were already used the way things were. You know, my son. I, I figured out how to get things done with him around and I was comfortable with the way things were and I knew I was like do I really want to go through everything with through, with with him again with another kid <laughs> I was yeah like, I was like I don't know I don't know it, it took so long was, uh, yeah. to find like a balance or what was the closest thing we could get to balance it's like I wanted another kid but I didn't want to do the work of another kid. <laughs> I think I wanted it if, if I could just have a living nanny, I wouldn't even thought about it. Yeah, sure, let's have another kid. Let's have three more. Yeah, because we never put him in daycare. I just didn't I, want to do the work. Yeah, because we never <laughs> we never put our child in daycare. Um, we've always wanted to keep our children home. So, of course, with me working nights, he working days. You know, I, daytime, I was stay-at-home mom. I wasn't getting much sleep. Um, I was working full-time at night. Uh, still am. And until he was school age. Um, so, it was rough. Um, but so worth it because I just really wanted to enjoy those moments with my child. Um, and of course, you know, being first time parents, um, we were super overprotective, still are, and we just did not feel comfortable, um, with our child being in daycare at a time. We just wanted to, um, extend ourselves if we could, if we could make it work, keep them home, keep them safe, keep them under our watch. Um, we just felt that was best for us as a family. Um, so fast forward into, what was this? 2019 It's actually right before we started recording the podcast. Um, <laughs> after like years of kind of swearing this second child off and thinking like, man, if, if we have another child, it will really rock the boat. Like we just got adjusted. That's what the term I was looking for. Rocking the boat. I didn't want to rock the boat. Yeah. And it was smooth sailings. And, and Figured it, it out how to get the boat just to go in the direction I want and and mind you our boat was rocky for a minute even after having our first child we had a rocky moment um because of that adjustment for both of us uh parenthood was something that we both really 
really planned out as much as we could possibly plan out. But there were yeah. unplanned things that happened um, on our journey to being parents that uh, made it a little tumultuous. Um, we both had emotional roller coasters. Um, I went through postpartum depression. I didn't know I was going through postpartum depression. Um, and so with not knowing that myself, he wasn't fully aware of what was going on with me either. I had no idea. Um, we just thought we were just having... I thought she was just being moody. Oh, that's what you thought? That's what I thought. Oh, wow. Okay. And I, I was just thought I was having regular new mom struggles. Um, yeah. But, of course, in 2018, um, our son was diagnosed with autism at two and a half years old. Um, and uh, when you have a child who has developmental delays and you notice early on like my mom instincts were kicking in like super early at five months old i was seeing things and uh it was hard to see that and not get validation because he was so young and the pediatrician's telling me oh you're over exaggerating us it's just a new mom he'll you know he'll get there babies are delayed and of course you know my husband couldn't understand that either you know this is our first time having uh, a child um i and, didn't want to believe that yeah i was holding out hope that that wasn't the case Thought maybe it was just delayed it was something else i didn't want to hear the a word yeah i really didn't and um so kind of going on that journey um where everybody's telling me it's okay and i'm feeling like i'm crazy because i'm seeing something and everybody's like you're not seeing it um you know, you're just being paranoid. You're just paying too much attention to your child. Um, and that was really, really rough to, like, not know how to help my child, not know um, how to support him properly. Um, and kind of doing it, what it felt like was by myself. Um, so there was a lot of resentment involved. There was a lot of depression involved. Um, and I was so unaware of this because I just thought, man, this is, this is how parenthood is. It's hard. It's hard. Um, and... The reason why we both grew up in single parent homes is because being parents and being married is hard. Absolutely. Um, so. Still walk in the park, that's for sure. Yeah. So, you know, um, there was a time where I think we just didn't almost make it. Like, it was just really hard. Um, and my son's diagnosis um, really kind of gave us a wake up call. Yeah. Um, because I was just checked out and you know, um, frustrated and resentful and, um, of course, I know he was feeling away as well, you know, because of that, I wasn't treating him the kindest. Um, we both weren't understanding each other. Um, and it was just really, really rough until we got that diagnosis. And, um, for me, my, it was freedom. And for you, it was devastating. My wife told me on the phone, about the diagnosis and um, yeah it just devastated me I I just couldn't even talk on the phone I, did, I think I just let the phone just drop to my lap and she, I just heard her on the phone saying hello you know hello you're all right you're all right I just couldn't even, I didn't even have the words I didn't even want to talk yeah and and I remember my friend telling me like why did you call him 
why didn't you wait till he got home? And for me, it was because I had been struggling with trying to get this diagnosis at some point for so long. We started him in therapy at 18 months after months of them telling us like, oh, he'll, his speech will catch up, his speech will catch up. And um, so I had been in it for a while. I had been waiting for him to be age appropriate to be diagnosed for a while. So for me, I was already went through my emotions and I was just waiting for the relief of saying, yes, this is what we're dealing with. So now we know what we're up against and now we know how we can help him. And so I was just really excited and happy because I felt such a relief. And I guess I just didn't expect uh, for him to be broken in that moment. And, um, you know, looking back, I, I just, I feel so bad about it because I didn't consider. And my wife, uh, I think you were already, you always suspected it, so you were more prepared to hear that news. I was never, didn't even want to entertain the thought that he had autism. So when it finally came, officially came down, I was just, I wasn't mentally prepared for it because I was, I, I didn't even want to entertain the thought that he had that. I was reading all sorts of things that, you know, about speech delays and it could be this, it could be that. There's another thing, guys, don't go Googling things because <laughs> you'll read a hundred different things and it'll make you uh, believe a hundred different things, uh, you know, with your own personal health or the health of your kid or something like that. Just wait, you know speak to a professional to tell you what's really going on because uh, when you go on the internet looking for answers uh, it, it'll give you a false hope or it'll make you either you get false hope about something or you'll end up thinking something's worse than what it, what it really is and um, but you know I learned to accept it I learned um, to embrace it and you know I realized it's not the end of the world it's not you know, my son is very healthy, and I thank God for that. He's yeah. a healthy child. He's happy. Very happy. Yeah, spoiled. No, and, extremely. Yeah, this kid, you know, gets up clicking his heels in the morning. And, for, you know, for me, that's important. And, uh, you know, I see how happy it is, he is. And uh, and I know that, um, it, you know, autism is not a death sentence. There's a lot of uh, millions of uh, autistic uh, people every year who, who could live in uh you know, a, a normal uh, functioning life with autism. Yeah, and I think that um, if anything, he was born in a time where there's so much awareness and there's so many resources. So um, it's a lot easier to navigate resources in that way. I won't say it's easier to navigate autism because it's not. Um, it, it still is hard. Um, but of course, even with that diagnosis came with so much work, so many more things that we had to do. Um, you know, you can't just be a regular parent anymore. Now you have to be a therapist. Now you have to include all these people in your life. Um, and for us being protective parents, that was really uncomfortable, really yes. uncomfortable. And I think it was more uncomfortable for him because, um, for him, this is his legacy. This is his firstborn. This is his My son. Firstborn son. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, you know. Um, He's still our legacy. Yes. And um, that hasn't lessened any. But, uh, of course, navigating all those things, um, you know, it, it did 
put us back in a better place because we had to really do teamwork. And I really had switched back into wife mode because um, when I was checked out and I, I was relieved with this diagnosis, then there came my husband crumbling, which I didn't expect because we talked about it so much. And I talked about it so much that I was totally unaware of the depths of his denial. Um, so when I saw him fall apart, essentially, um, emotionally, uh, it just instinctly put me back in a place where I was like, I can't let him fall by himself. I have to be the strong one now and I have to help him through this. I have to be his partner. Um, and that's how we got through it. Really. It was just kind of clicking back into like our roles with each other. Um, because, uh, you know, like she said, we weren't in a good place, um, before the official diagnosis and, um, you know, you know, this is how I know, you know, I thank God for my wife and, um, and I, I so appreciate a wife who, who loves me the way she does because she did see me in pain. And even though we weren't in a good place, um, whatever issues we had was tossed to the side. She came and, and, and she was there for me when I needed her the most, when I needed, um, uh, someone just to comfort me you know she didn't leave me in a corner somewhere and say well forget him man was, I don't care how he's feeling whatever let him deal with it on his own she wasn't like that you know she stepped up um whatever problems we had just really yeah this it just got tossed to the side and uh we uh embraced each other and were there for each other but she was really uh like I said I was taking it harder than than she she was because she like I said before she was already like prepared for this type of news and um, I couldn't have got through it without you yeah and I couldn't have gotten through it without you either I think um, it was necessary for us to go through that to understand um, how strong we were yeah uh, and uh, how important it was for us to endure and to learn how to endure because I think the reason why we even started this podcast was because no one really told us the real about being married. Yeah. And, um, you Marriage know. Marriage is on the job training. It really is. It really is. It's just trial and error, trip, fall, get back up. Um, and, you know, without somebody letting us know the truth, we're really just kind of going it on our own. And I, I, I appreciate that in, in a way because... I don't have an idea of relationship goals, you know. I don't look at any one couple and say, hey, that's what I'm aspiring to be. I can take admiration to certain aspects, but um, really we just look to what God says about marriage because he created relationship and he created us. Yes. And that's our blueprint. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is a easy ride and that all the answers are there. Right. Um, so... You know, with navigating our sons uh, being diagnosed with autism and uh, we're just really content still. Like, I, I so enjoyed being his mother and us having our little family. Um, and I kind of felt like after, you know, we went through such a rough path, a, a rough patch with that um, and then getting through, I didn't want to rock the boat. All right. You know, I thought, man, if we have another kid, 
like this might break us and I remember yeah, telling I'm, you I'm that a lot about what type of stress level another kid might bring um, and just break the uh, you know just uh, yeah because we, we just had like she was saying um, you know we had a routine down packed, you know, uh, our schedules, everything, everything was, you know, after a while, it was rough when someone's, uh, you know, first born, but then after a while we got used to it and adjusted to it nicely and everything was running smooth and, and I knew another kid uh, would really um, just sh shake things up and yeah. uh, really wondering, uh, you know, it was unknown how it, it was disruptive it would be or, um, or how much stress uh, it would add uh, to the household. So, yeah, know, but. It, yeah, it definitely was. Um, I I just really was like hesitant about doing that because I didn't want to go through that again. I didn't want to um, test us again because we almost didn't make it. And so, you know, I, I kind of felt like it was um, it would be really hard. Um, and I didn't want to entertain the idea of bringing another person in and us falling apart and not being a family. Um, so fast forward again, this was in 2019, um, right before we started even recording the podcast, um, that I had came to my husband and <laughs> what did I tell you? Uh, I don't know what you tell Really? That's, you know, it's just, it's just like a husband, I swear. Ooh, you told me a the, lot of the, things in 2019. The, the Y chromosome. Um, so, I told you uh, that, you know, I was, you know, at work, my, my business, watching church, because that's what I could do. And, uh, you know, kind of heard a word from the Lord that I probably had been hearing several times, and, and I just kind of ignored it. Oh, that thing. Yeah, the big thing. The yeah. big thing. Um, I remember what she told me. The Sky Daddy was talking to me, okay? <laughs> and uh, and uh, really, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit really just kind of spoke to my heart about kind of releasing this one area of my life that I thought I had given all of myself up to God. Um, and uh, just kind of kept pestering me like, you know, hey, what's this one area in your life you haven't given up to the Lord? What what part do you still have control in that you just kind of don't want to let go because you don't have trust or you don't have faith? And I'm like, ah, you know, nothing. I'm good. And one day, sitting there minding my business, and uh, the Holy Spirit revealed to me that, hey, your family, look at your family. Look at your dynamics. And um, really, you know, when it came down to having kids, it was always really my decision at the end of the day. Even with the first one. <laughs> and uh, I know we're in an era of, as you know, my body, my choice. But when you're in a marriage, you can't really function like that. Yeah. You know, I I, uh, I think I was always more open to a second child than she was. Um, yeah. And, but after the third year, I was kind of like, ah, I don't think this is going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, because we said, what was it? Uh, we said... Four yeah, I can't, years I can't, I can't, difference can't force the it to have another kid. Yeah, so. yeah, and we're getting close to that fourth year where we're like, eh, nah. and I, I always envisioned having two kids. I always wanted two kids. I wanted to just, you know, to have Christmas cards with one kid in each arm. You know, and I just uh, always had that, that 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 picture in my head of always having two kids, even when I was a kid myself. 
And I think it was the same for me. We both had mutual wants in that aspect, but I think it's different when you finally have a child and you realize how hard it is because we yes. we both grew up with just one sibling in a home. You never realize what your parents go through until you have your own kid. You can never, you cannot imagine all the work and the the hardship your parents go through until you have your own kids. And I can't even imagine now because we planned both of our kids having yes. not planned them. Who have unplanned like pregnancy? I mean, I I grew both unplanned babies, <laughs> so. I, you know, definitely owe my mom a kidney. Um, <laughs> probably both. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, I, I got a word from the Lord about that and, uh, you know, and spoke to me about, you know, releasing that area of my life and just really fully trusting him and leaning into that and just said, you know what? I don't need you to have your heart ready at this time. I just need you to work on your obedience and just follow me. And um, I cried. I was mad. <laughs> I was mad. I sat there and cried like a real thug and um, said, dang, I really got to tell my husband and I don't want to tell him because if I tell him, he's going to get excited. <laughs> he might just actually want to do this. Start doing the rain dance. Yeah. And it took me about two weeks to tell you. And what was your reaction when I told you? I was shocked. My mom was like, what? I was, like, I was I couldn't believe what she was telling me. I was like, well, you sure God told you that? Because I, like, I should have didn't tell myself, that's for sure. <laughs> I was like, I was shocked because this was, you know, you were pretty, um, you seemed to be pretty set in your mind that, you know, that was it. I'm good with one kid. And everybody knew this. It wasn't even like just we're gonna him. We're going to have one kid and two cats. That's it. Yeah. And, and everybody in our family knew this. Our friends knew this. Because they always asked, like, you want to have more kids? I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Not doing this again. And so, um, you know, it wasn't just him that kind of knew this. They were just, everybody was expecting them to not ever have another child. Because I was super adamant about it. Um, and uh, were you immediately on board with the idea Uh, in the beginning, I, I think um, I was on board at the end, but then I started to really like think and have flashbacks <laughs> to when my son was really born. And, man, it was so nightmarish when he was very small. Uh, you know, when you first bring a new uh, an infant home, um, it's it's hard, especially when you have to work and. Um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have those sleepless nights. You're gonna be at work just sleepwalking. Um, and one thing too was that we didn't realize that, um, you know, later on with my son being diagnosed with autism, that that was uh, one of the signs was the sleepless baby because right. he didn't sleep but like an hour at a time. I didn't even know that that you know him and his uh, not having trouble sleeping or staying asleep I, I didn't even know that was partly due to the autism I almost thought that was just what typical newborn typical newborn babies do no, they're supposed to sleep a lot yeah he wasn't sleeping a lot at all yeah so it took a toll on the both of us um just waking up and uh, you know torturing us he's <laughs> <laughs> oh gonna listen to this what? and be like oh my gosh yeah so it was really rough and so I was actually shocked because I was expecting him to be like so giddy and happy about this 
and I was nervous that he was going to be giddy and happy about it because I was like, dang it, I'm going to have to actually follow through with this. Um, and, uh, you know, we weren't going to, you know, anytime soon, like, you know, obviously there was a graceful time for that, but we said, you know, by the time that we had our 10th wedding anniversary in 2020, we would be ready to, you know, try to shoot the club up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a way of putting it. Yeah. Um, and you know eventually my heart got there it really did um and out of pure obedience my heart got there um and i was actually really really excited about expanding our family um and i think by that time you of course had caught up with those feelings yes um yeah and he was in shock for a while <laughs> he was in shock for a little while but we had about you know nine months to prepare at that time yeah yeah. yeah, to kind of prepare and kind of come up with a plan and what we're going to do. When I was seeing you know, uh, my daughter just, you know, move around in my wife's stomach, hearing her, um, it was like almost I was getting to know her before she was even born. So I um, started getting more and more excited at the thought of it. The, the thoughts of all the hard work that goes into it started going with being replaced or, you know, the, the joyful thoughts of what it would be like to... Know, to have um, well I didn't know she was my daughter at the time so. yeah you kind of skip forward in the story a little bit let's go back yeah um so I digress man. we came up on our 10th wedding anniversary which is a yeah. huge accomplishment um, a huge milestone you know we both come from single parent homes um, so being married one year two years that's amazing um, having a kid and staying married that's amazing I almost didn't make it but we, we did and um you know coming up on 10 years that's it's nothing small and it's not an easy thing uh to get to um you know i sometimes hear people say you know i'm married 10 years and that's easy and i'm happy i'm like liar absolute bull honky because you are perpetrating an entire lie um, nothing's easy about being married nothing's easy about being in basic dating relationships so marriage and committing yourself to someone. Were you married on Zoom? Is that what you married on? On Zoom? Yeah, well, you can Is just that why it's easy? <laughs> you got some freaking video marriage? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Internet but marriage? Delusions. Delusions and perpetration of fraud. You people who say it's mar- uh, that it's easy, you better stop lying. And that, I, that lightning gonna come looking for you. He's, he's, okay. It's looking for you. Okay. Well, divorce people probably don't looking, stand under no tree because you know, um, that's also why we're doing this because we just it's not a fluff, we really live this life, it's not easy, it's not hard because it's us, it's hard because it's marriage. Um, and so we came up on our 10th and we decided to start trying for um, another child, and we got pregnant pretty quickly, as quickly as we did the first time, um, after about a month of trying, and uh, this time around we were like. I think you were actually probably more shocked this time around when finding out that we were pregnant again. Because it was fast. It was fast. Yeah, it was like super fast. Like, wow. I was like, man, that happened really fast. It happened fast the first time, too. Yeah, I was like... Like, as soon as we started trying. I was hoping, you know... I thought it was going to be longer. We, I think we were always prepared for it to be longer because that's, you know, what they say, six months to a year. But no, that's, man, I tell you, just the first few tries, and that was it. The job was done. Do your sound effect. No, I'll do it. 
Because he likes to say there's a sound effect for him that he makes children. You know, just it's not gross. Go, check in, go to work. That's, you know? that's the sound effect. That's what he does to place children in people's you know, uteruses. And by and people, I mean me. Get the job done. Just <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't think they make those in X-rated movies. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we got pregnant. We were really happy, really shocked. Um, and we were like, man, we're really doing this. Like, we're going to have another baby. Um, and we kept it to ourselves for quite some time from everybody. Well, we did the same thing with our son. Because, you know, I think uh, they they always recommend that you wait at least was it 12 weeks. Yeah, 12 weeks. At least 12 the weeks. The first time people just in case god forbid there's a miscarriage or something like that yeah so. but then the 12 weeks came and i was like hmm this is kind of enjoyable we're in a pandemic we ain't seeing nobody no way so let's keep it wraps a little longer because i think i just wanted to enjoy this time um of just knowing and basking in this moment privately and it was really easy to do that in a pandemic um and plus, um, I was just really sick this time around. I had a really easy pregnancy with my son, and this one was a little different. Um, and my son was doing still in-home therapy full-time. I was working nights. I was staying up all day, getting very little sleep. Um, and I have to say that my husband um, really, really, really um, made sure that I was, like, extra, extra okay, like, this time around. It was different. He was really protective. Um, he was really protective of my mental state. He was really protective of my physical state. Um, I think I having really worried. I don't want you know this second pregnancy because I know how I don't want her to go into the depression she was. Well, a after my son was born, I just don't want you to go through any type of depression like that, whether it was before the she was born or after or anything like that. Yeah, and um, you know I, I definitely couldn't have like gone through that by myself is you know he allowed me to just be when i was just really sick and i couldn't do much of anything and i just needed to lay there on the couch and be nauseous and you know um feel how i feel and you know some people may think that's a basic thing that husbands are supposed to do um but when somebody really truly cares for you and picks up your weight and picks up your load and lets you um rest in that it, it, it's it's a beautiful thing um and not all husbands do that not all fathers do that um because you've had a very much useful yeah they should and and for you that's an opposite polar thing for what you grew up with yeah so if you want to explain to people like that dynamic of what that looked like in your household traditionally of the male and female role especially when it comes to parenting well, you know, um, yeah, I mean, usually like in Latino culture, you know, the the, the woman is expected to, uh, and probably still a lot of cultures around the world are like this, when it comes to anything to do with the baby, the man is pretty much hands off, the man only does his play with the kid, you know, I think my father, I don't think he changed one even diaper uh not change he didn't change one of my diapers all he did was play with me pretty much my wife my my wife my mother did all the grunt work uh mm -hmm. you know the diaper changing and all that and um 
And it's not just him. Uh, it's probably the same way it was with my uh, to my grandparents. My grandmother did all the work for her kids, and um, you know, just um, you know, that's just it was a cultural thing, an old school thing. And, you know, the, listen, the woman does the hard work with that. And maybe back in those days, that's the way it could be, because the women. Um, well, that's the way it was, and maybe people were more, you know, willing to uh, accept that because the woman didn't work, the guy could work, and most women stayed home. But is you know, it's a new day and age, fellas. You gotta, you can't, you know, most of our wives have to work, have to raise the kids, can't expect them to do everything. You gotta step up. And 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 at that time, you know, um, with the pandemic, people are probably thinking like. Wow, we got this, you know, work from the Lord in 2019 and we still follow through. Um, and I think I remember you asking me even before we been like when the pandemic hit was like, hey, you see how these hospitals are doing. You see how they're restricting everything. You know, women are having babies by themselves. Women are going to appointments by themselves. Oh, and how um, are you you still want to do this? Because. You know, it's a possibility that this could be really restricted. This could be not how we imagined it. And I just kept with the faith of, yes, we're doing this. And it's going to be everything that we need it to be, everything that we want it to be, um, because that's what God has promised us is good things. Um, and so, you know, we became pregnant and we're in a pandemic and it was easy to lay low. You know, I just said, you know what, I don't feel like announcing nothing. I just want to be here and be pregnant and... <laughs> And I'll let them know eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, of course, we did eventually tell our family. Everybody was really shocked and excited. Um, and, uh, you know, we didn't know the gender of our second child until birth. Um, and that was really, really exciting this time around to have because with our son, we knew um, as soon as we could know at 20 weeks. And with our daughter, we um, didn't find out to birth. That's right. We did it old school way. We, we, we went old school. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pretend this technology doesn't exist. They, you know, uh, what do you call it? Ultrasound. Ultrasound. There you go. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pretend that doesn't exist, and uh, we're just gonna do it the way they did back in the day. You found out when the baby came out. And we tried to do that with our son, but but um, he he just wanted to let us know. I was I was just too anxious. I had to know. Well, I mean, even before, like, the lady, the ultrasound tech was like, hey, do you want to know? And then, like, the first time she put the sonogram thing on my stomach, my son's legs were wide open. And his little Petey Wacker was just right up in the air. So there was just, like, no denying it. I'm like, boy, what do you... And he, oh, wait, he's still like that to this day. <laughs> still like, like that to like he this was day. <laughs> um, so, of course, you know, with having a child in the middle of a pandemic... Um, keeping faith and, you know, um, it wasn't the easiest for a lot of women, but we were blessed and fortunate enough to, um, have both of our children with our local birthing center, um, which is a midwifery practice. Um, we, you know, as long as we were healthy mom and baby, we were just going to do, um, natural vaginal birth. Yeah. And I highly recommend a birthing center with a midwife if that's something you can afford. I think it's a much better, uh, experience and being in the hospital not that i've been in in a hospital um for a birth of any child of mine but it, it seems to me is my opinion that it was a much more relaxed atmosphere yeah uh, and 
personalized service uh, in the birthing center. Yeah, and personalized care. And, um, you know, for us, you know, we were both healthy. And that was the main thing was that, you know, if we weren't in need of immediate assistance of an, uh, a surgeon or anything like that, uh, we just wanted to go with the most natural route. Um, I always wanted to give birth naturally. I always wanted to, um, you know, have that environment um, as a mother, becoming a mother, you know, and birthing children. Um, to me, was just like the best, uh, most comfortable way for my children to come in the world is, yeah, I wanted to feel everything. I wanted to feel my strength as a woman. Um, and, and so that was really important for us. So thankfully, we were able to do that. We gave birth to both our kids in the same room, same birthing yeah. suite, a same, same tub, exactly. the same way. Um, if anybody tells you having a second child is easy, it is not. Because um, I, I yodeled. Oh, this I was. I was getting worried. She was. Uh, I saw her in so much pain, and they had the midwife. One of them had to come up to me like, "She'll be all right. She'll be. She's okay." <laughs> I definitely scared him this time because I was like, I, I like to uh, have my children on the weekends. I induce both my labors with castor oil, and I thought she was going to push out a spleen. Oh, I man. felt every bit of ring of fire this time around because with my son, I don't know why I didn't feel it. I didn't ever felt him even coming out. Like I felt all the pre-contraction pains, Probably. but I had scar tissue this time around, right. and I felt every bit of that. Um, but no regrets. Um, you know, it, it just shows you how powerful our bodies are, and just how incredibly made that we are, and how intentional God is about His design. Um, and uh, we learned that we had our beautiful little baby girl. Um, which he was very shocked about because everybody said I was having a girl except for a couple of knuckleheads. A couple of knuckleheads and one of them sitting right next to me. Yeah, I, I, I thought for sure I was going to have another boy. Don't ask me how or why. I just had this like gut feeling there was no that gut. I was going to be another. going to have two sons. That was a want. I was going to have my own little football team. Two, that wasn't a two gut. warriors. That was not a gut feeling. It was a gut feeling. Because I actually, for the first time, didn't know. The first time I was like, oh, for sure, it's a boy. I felt it. I, I dreamed about him. I knew it. But this time, I had no idea. And I was like, whatever it is, I'm cool. I'm cool. And um, we're just so grateful um, to have her. I can't even imagine not having her. But when, she, when I saw it was a girl, <sighs> my mouth dropped to the floor. It was. It was funny. I, I already convinced myself that I was having another boy. Yeah. I was like, I'm not having a girl. No way. I thought maybe I could will it into existence just to have another boy. But you know what? As much as I wanted another son, I don't have any regrets having my daughter. She's beautiful. She's wonderful. And just a special sweetness to her that uh, I just can't describe. Um, uh, she, uh, she, she's just incredible. Yeah. She just, my heart melts every time I see my little girl. Yeah, so. and I love that for him. I, I always teased him the whole time, and I was like, mm-hmm, you keep asking for this boy, you're going to get a girl, because you need a girl, <laughs> you deserve a girl. Some men just need to have another woman in their life that they can just really start off a clean slate with. I think it's important, because for me, you know, growing up with absentee father, growing up with um, male trauma, you know, having a son and, and having someone of the opposite gender 
that is your child, it brings about a different type of like love, a different type of love for males. Um, so I did want him to experience that. And now he does get to experience that, which is really cool. It's really cool to watch. And I get to also like navigate, you know, parenthood with him raising a female and kind of let him know like, hey, this is what we require. Yeah. This is what we need from our fathers because I know what I didn't get. I know what I wanted and I know what's necessary as a woman. Um, the tenderness, you know, um, that is necessary for a woman to receive from a male. Um, and the guidance uh, that a woman needs from their father is so important. And, um, you know, I I'm blessed to have men in my life that stepped up in that way. Um, but it's different when it's your biological father. So um, I'm, I'm really excited to see that journey for them. Um, and, you know, our son, he's still adjusting to having a little sister. It's really funny because he's just like this so annoyed older brother. Um, he loved her at first sight when she was small. But as soon as she got some mobility, oh, he yeah. was like, oh, oh, no. I'm over it. Yeah, it moves. I'm over I'm over this. Yeah. But he's here for the toys, though. Oh, yeah. He's here for the toys. Snatch and grab. <laughs> Snatch and grab. Um, okay, how babyish your toys is. He's like, I want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, we're doing this two kid thing, man. It ain't. It ain't no joke though. It ain't no, no joke. This two kid thing. I don't know how we're managing, like, functioning. By the grace of God. How we're even doing this right now is a miracle. Because people were asking, like, man, when are you guys gonna get to record again? And we we're like, oh, really, Jesus. Yeah, in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, which we, had, I think it was the same as before. We had to record in the middle of the night before. Um, it just takes a little bit more of a juggle. You know, you put one kid to bed and you got to go uh, do the other one and then try to sneak out. And we literally have a baby monitor over here that we're checking constantly and listening for her um, because she won't get out of our bed. <laughs> God. <sighs> Pray for us, please. For real. We got to like, get this girl out of We bed. need to be on... 911 on the main line Jesus come <laughs> help us get her out of bed because man you can't and I know it's people saying when she falls asleep just put her in her crib nah. no this one different no mm -mm. she has a sixth sense she knows when she's not in our bed and she knows when she will wake up yeah and, and she's breastfed and um you know now she's a year old and she's still breastfed um, we do this for at least two years for both of our kids, but, um, she has a different attachment than my son did. Uh, so I, I mean, I come home at six o'clock in the morning and she knows titties are in the vicinity. <laughs> like she's got spidey sense. She will pop up and be like, where is it at? I sense the milk duds somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we're just navigating that, that new life for us. And, uh, we're just really excited about everything that we have content wise coming up we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up absolutely um we put out some content already some blogs some feelers um it, it's been really awesome to uh share with you guys i'm so excited about spending this time with my husband and talking about yeah. things again because man you know when whoo kids one of the few things we get to do together man. yes like it is is who it's uh sahara desert sometimes um, you know, when you got two kids and you're working different shifts and you're just doing life. Um, but we are here. We're happy. You happy? 
Don't, baby. Oh, really? That was such a like don't rehearse it. Don't do that. Don't act like I'm holding a knife to your throat. Jesus. No. Gosh. Yes, I'm happy. Oh my gosh. I'm happy, happy, joy, joy, happy. We'll be happier if she got out of bed though. Yeah, well yeah. I'll be happier, yeah. Jesus. Like I have my side of the bed back. Yeah. Cause a, a one year old take over my side of the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And she stay like in the middle of us regardless of we in the bed or not she just is very very like attached to me even if i sleep in the bed she's on my back yeah <laughs> cat can't sit in my lap my son can't sit in my lap and she comes to part the red sea every time um that's her gifting right now we hope that it changes at some point <laughs> so um yeah that's just kind of what's been up with us you know um and uh we just are really excited about everything that we have coming up. Um, and we've got a lot, a lot of cool things um, in the future. Yes, stay so, tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for us. Um, and in the meantime... Follow us on social media. Yeah, so we are on Instagram at the Hard Not Life Co. That's K-N-O-T, Hard Not Life C-O. Um, same thing on Facebook. And uh, we also have our YouTube page um, at uh, youtube.com slash the hard not life again K-N-O-T um, and we are now on Spotify we're on Amazon Music we're on Stitcher and um, there's one more but I forgot we're everywhere we'll post Just it in the link yeah we're, we're almost on everything every platform at this time um, for our podcast so yeah looking forward to putting out more content and uh, we thank you so much for supporting us so far um, that's all we got for now. I'm about to go to bed. Yeah, that's what we're about to hit the crash in a bit. Yeah, so um, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in. Right, much love. Bye. Bye.